and welcome to the Ross McGrady and John Oakes podcast, episode number one. Yes, actual episode one this time. Yeah, you had a, a, a teaser episode, as mm. we like to call it, last week, where we didn't really plan much. We just uh, talked for 20 minutes. Few of you listened to it. And if you if you're back here after listening to that, then well done. Yeah, well done you. Yeah. Or if you if this is your first one, if you didn't listen to last week's one and you're listening to this one now, don't worry. You still you're still going to understand everything. It'll just be like Star Wars. So like when you watch Episode Four first, then you have to go back and watch Episode One sort of later on, and it's not as good. But this will be just as good, if not better. I don't so. get that reference because I haven't seen any of the Star Wars. Yeah, which which we definitely need to talk about. Maybe maybe on one of the podcasts we'll uh, talk. I'll talk you through the whole of Star Wars from the very beginning. That sounds horrendous. <laughs> Right, on with the episode. Episode one of the Ross McGrain and John Oakes podcast. Thank you for uh, for for listening. Mm, thanks for being here. Hope you've downloaded. And uh, and although this is the first episode and you haven't heard it all yet, just hit five stars anyway. Yeah. Just what I does mean, it matter? If you're not hating it, hit five stars. It doesn't mean anything to you. It's a little click of a button, right? It's a click of a button for you, but for us, it's our livelihoods, mate. So just think about that. Not just livelihoods. We we uh, you know are generally desperate for <laughs> attention and and, and approval and approval. <laughs> Why else would we do comedy and radio uh. if we didn't want people to tell us how good we are at both fields? So I've spotted in this room there is a stress ball. There is a, there is a stress ball, yeah, just over there, just in that corner. There's a stress ball in the shape of a light bulb. Oh, a light bulb. Oh, we definitely need to talk about this story that I saw uh, about uh, an Im- a staff member who had a stress ball thrown at them by their boss. And uh, yeah. no way. Yeah, yeah. A boss threw a stress ball at his employee, and now there's a lawsuit going on over it. That is the peak of irony. Isn't it? <laughs> it's amazing, right? That is brilliant. Well, let's talk about that then. All right, that's it. So that happened. All right, so that happened. Good. Yeah. Moving on. Have you, <laughs> have you ever worked with a boss like that? What the, assaults the staff? No, no. The, the, just like you know, when they get a bit aggy, just lob a stress ball at you. No, yeah. no. I've oh, been yeah, lucky like... enough to. When yeah. it, when we spotted the story, a friend of mine posted it on uh, on Facebook, and uh, tagged our our old boss in it because he's exactly that sort of guy. And his first comment was, "A stress ball, mate. It would have been a steak proof if it was me." <laughs> so, <laughs> so true. <laughs> oh God. Uh, well, that actually leads us in. That's quite a good segue into telling you the, the kind of things that we're going to be doing on the show. So come up. We done, we done zero planning last time. Yeah. We've done very, very little planning this time. Yeah, so. speak for yourself. I've done loads of planning. Have you? Nah. Nah. <laughs> I was going to say, where is it? <laughs> um, so, this is the extent of the planning. We've got a couple of features. We're going to do Bell End of the Week. Yep. That's one of the things that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. We feel like there's a lot of Bell Ends out there in the world that deserve recognition. They don't um, get enough. We should clarify that that's a person who's done something stupid this week, not... Not you know pictures of you don't don't send us any pictures. No, 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 no it's definitely not that kind of bell end of the week. <laughs> it's oh not that kind God. of show, mate. Uh, so that's going to be coming up soon. Uh, we are also going to do soundbite sound off, which is something I'm very excited about. Yeah, it's only because you really like the name and you've got a good one this week. <laughs> you can't invent a feature because you've got a really good soundbite. <laughs> we challenged each other to uh, during the week find and record a a soundbite no longer than 10 seconds uh, and the funniest one wins so we'll find out um, we'll, we'll, we'll hear them both and we'll find out who wins a little bit later on I think it's probably going to be me though isn't it probably mate yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, right first uh, let's go over some headlines then <laughs> Ross McGrady 
so uh, this is the part of the podcast where we have a little look through the uh, the headlines last minute and see if we can <laughs> drag some funniness out of it. So, I mean, 90% of the headlines are about people dying. Yeah, why is that? Why is that still news? <laughs> why are people... Everyone dies, mate. Why is that still news? Why are people still banging on about other people dying? Yeah, I don't think it's just... I don't think it's, it's death you know, generally, that people want to hear about. I just think it's, you know, untimely deaths. Mm. Like murders. Maybe. People have got a morbid curiosity. There's been a murder. You can't tell me that you haven't binged YouTube and ended up, like, you start off watching, like, old CITV programmes and then you end up, by the end of it, looking at a documentary on the suicide forest in Japan. You know what? Weirdly Some enough, dark shit. Weirdly enough, I have I have definitely seen that. I've definitely have seen, you it. seen it. <laughs> An incredible place. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I I only I, I sort of delved in. Not I didn't de- like literally delve into the suicide forest, but um, <coughs> that, that YouTuber who, who could be the bell end of the week actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Logan Paul. Is that um, his name? Yeah. He's uh, he had like uh, like a huge ridiculous following on YouTube mm. that he's now lost. Like YouTube have basically cut all ties with him from a business perspective, so he can't. He's not on the Google Preferred program now, where like you know they get loads of money. Yeah. Because he did a, a video blog where he went into this uh, this forest in Japan, which is nicknamed the Suicide Forest because people tend to go there to commit suicide. Yeah. He went in there and, and he found a dead body hanging from a tree and was sort of like making a bit of a mockery of it. Did he actually find a body? Yeah, they actually happened to find a body. No way. Uh, oh, you see, yeah, I watched I watched a clip and it was just, you know, these people going through that forest and talking about all the creepy stuff that's happened there. But yeah, I didn't see them find a body. So maybe, you know, maybe you've got darker internet taste than I have. <laughs> Whenever I end up watching stuff on YouTube, it always, it always ends up being, um, I, I get stuck into these weird recipes. Weird recipe. <laughs> I don't know how I'll find it. Because as, well you know, as well you know, I cannot cook a thing. So why? Um, what recipes it just happens. At? It just interests me, other people cooking food. What do you mean? <laughs> you know, like when it's like uh, that, that Joe bloke, whatever his name is, Joe something or other, who's uh, just an Essex lad who's quite nice looking. Joe Swash? No, no. Uh, he's, um, he does like cooking. He does cooking and fitness stuff. Joe. His name's Joe. I'm sure it's Joe. I don't know. Anyway, the the girls out there will know who he is. Uh, but yeah, he, he does like um, workouts, and then uh, he, yeah, he does he does workouts, and then like shows you how to cook meals and stuff. Does a workout? And then show, <laughs> is this the sort of stuff you're sitting there watching on YouTube, mate? All right, it's better than the Japanese death forest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I always end up watching those. And I think to myself, what am I doing? Because you just I want to even, see a man work out. I don't and even know what aubergine is. <laughs> <laughs> aubergine, that's a knob, isn't it? Uh, uh, yeah, oh, the, the eggplant the emoji. emoji. Yeah, eggplant aubergine, isn't it? Yeah, same thing. You're not American. <laughs> eggplant. <laughs> what a ridiculous name. Eggplant. Well, yeah, I know. It doesn't eggplant. look anything like an egg, does it? Well, apparently, when they're when they're just sprouting, they do look like eggs. That's why it's called an eggplant. Oh, there you go. You've learnt something. We've all learnt something, right? So look, headlines. Go Let's for talk it. Talk about headlines. I haven't. Uh, I mean, we haven't got many. I've got a headline about some woman who is uh, charging her daughter. Uh, rent, which doesn't doesn't sound like much, uh, but then you realise I thought it was five years old. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I'll say good honour. 
Well, Essence Evans right on wrote on Facebook that she gives uh, her daughter seven dollars a week as part of her allowance, uh, and then she breaks down what she owes her for rent, water, electricity, TV, and food, meaning that she has brilliant. to give five dollars back to her, leaving her with just two dollars to spend as she pleases. That's brilliant, absolutely brilliant, <laughs> amazing. Should be done. I bet there's people in uproar there, aren't there? Well, I think I think it should be done. Do you think? Yeah, definitely. I think it teaches them the value of money. And do you know what the beauty of that is? Right, is that if you only wanted to give them two quid pocket money mm-hmm. you tell them that you're going to give them seven quid but they, you're going to take a fiver off for the bills yeah you're not it's not you know, that is capitalism mate you know what you're describing there is capitalism no that is that is your boss going oh I'm going to, I'm going to make sure Ross Ross works really hard this week so I can get a lovely shiny new car no no what <laughs> it's I, the same thing it's mate. not the same thing it's the same thing when we were kids we never got taught about how to manage our finances properly right in school yeah so, you know, when I moved out, when I was 18, my mate was like, do you want to move in with me? Mm. Rent's like only going to cost you 400 quid a month. And I was earning £407 a month. <laughs> yeah, I've got loads of I can do that. <laughs> and I, you know, my, my credit rating is F to the UCK Ed. <laughs> it's the podcast, mate, so you can say that word it's if you want. It's fucked. Yeah. yeah, I can imagine. So, you know, I'm saying if you start teaching her at five, she appreciates that you don't get soddle in this world for free well maybe that might right. be a bit of a bleak depressing outlook <laughs> but it's the truth <laughs> this is fucking realism mate so yeah good on her that's what I say what do you reckon I reckon let the child have her freedom mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh god she's got her freedom no. I said like one of my like, I cannot wait until Lexi is of an age where we can get her to do loads of jobs for not a lot of money <laughs> I mean let's face it that is you know other than the joy of birth and parenthood, that is one of the main perks of having a child, isn't it? You're talking about you're talking about Chinese factory workers now. You know that, right? No. It's just a metaphor. It's just Listen, a metaphor. I used to get five quid a week pocket money, but I had a list of, of stuff to do. Yeah. I had to like clean my dad's gut, render the side of the house <laughs> to get like, that five quid a week, and uh, I was glad of it. I was glad of it. I realise I sound like my dad now, but <laughs> it doesn't matter. Donald Trump missed his own 70 grand ahead party because of a government shutdown. <sighs> right. Well, first of all, who's throwing a 70 grand ahead party? Donald Trump, mate. What sort of a party is 70 grand ahead? Well, that is that but it's basically $100,000 a ticket. That's like that's like when your mate gets married abroad, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and it's like, hey, I'm getting, I'm getting married abroad. It's like, oh, congratulations! It's like, yay! So there's all... no pressure to come, but you know, if you don't, we'll secretly hate you for it. Fly to the Bahamas, <laughs> oh, mate! I can't, I can't just drop everything and do that. As yeah. much as I love you. So uh, yeah, but Donald Trump, um, yeah, so he he puts this party on, hundred thousand dollars a ticket it is. It's at the Palm Beach Club, um, and that ticket price gets you a meal for two. Uh, and a photograph with the president. Shut up. Nope, not joking. Mate. 100 grand. 100 grand for a photograph. 100,000 pounds. What is the, uh, what's served at the meal, does it say? Has it got a list? It doesn't actually say. Mate, there better be some kick-ass vegan options. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get yourself a little pie and you get a little pog pie here and you get yourself some pizza and that's it, it's 100,000 dollars. <laughs> Thanks very much, guys. <laughs> Are you paying? Actually, you're actually paying five thousand dollars for the food and 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 ninety five thousand dollars for the photo but with I'm, me. But I'm the best at photos. <laughs> I, I I've taken millions and millions of photos in my time, millions and millions. 
He's a dick, isn't he? Well... He's a dick. I mean... Uh, How but... has this happened? There's actual real talk about Oprah Winfrey being the next president of the United States of America. And that is a conversation that can actually be legitimately talked about. Yeah. Uh, you know who started it, don't you? You know who started all this? Who? You're not going to like what I'm going to say. It who? was Arnold Schwarzenegger, wasn't it? He went from being a movie star for picking things up and putting them down. Well, no, he went from being a bodybuilder to being a movie star just because of his physique. And then because he was such a household name, he ran for governor of, of California. California yeah. And people were like, well, he governor of California, he can't really do much. He can't, you know, what can go wrong if we elect him? And then they elected him. But and he's Ar actually done... And he's done a smashing job. But it's he's... Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. I, 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 this is Donald Trump or Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, but what I'm saying Terminator is... Terminator or... Donald Trump. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, he was the first sort of celebrity to do that, to, to go from one thing to politics. Yeah. And because he did so well, people just thought, you know, oh, it can't be that bad. And then, you know, Trump got a bit big for his boots, and then, you know, the Donald rest is history. Trump, though. You know, if there was a war, if I was in a war, Arnie would be right up there with my top five people <laughs> that want to leave into it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Get out! He, uh... Donald Trump, no thanks, mate. What's going to happen if there's a war? He's going to piss off to his billion-pound underground fallout shelter. Yeah, where, where he has millions and millions of tin foods. It's very, very beautiful. <laughs> it's very great. You can come. You can come too. It's a uh, hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> you get it. You get it. You get a picture with me. <laughs> oh, okay. and now, and now we will just leave the Mexicans outside. <laughs> they can build a wall around it. <laughs> No, oh, I just, uh, well. I just think it's 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 crazy, isn't it? It's crazy. Yeah, it's like, it's like a parody of himself. The thing that I don't get is that America went from Obama, from, <laughs> from Barack Obama to Donald Trump, like the coolest president ever. Yeah, to ever live, followed by Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> We've got to be careful who we slag off on this, because like, if Donald Trump is listening now, you're not going to be here next week. Do you know, do you know what? If You'll that be... was any other president, I'd laugh at you and go, oh, yeah, cool, he's never going to... But Donald Trump could legitimately <laughs> hear about this podcast through someone and, and declare war on Ross McGrain and John Oates. I'm going to tweet him. Right, I think it's uh, probably time now for our soundbite sound off. Whoa, okay. So this is a, a feature that we've we've come up with, where uh, we're going to record um, a clip each during the week that can be no longer than ten seconds. Uh, it can be anything. It could be uh, an overheard conversation. It could be uh, a fart. <laughs> um, can it? Well, if you, it could be oh, whatever you want to be. we're not going to do that on the podcast. Mate, the amount of puns that have come out on this podcast in the short two episodes we've had. Are you saying it's a load of hot air? I'm hey! saying, stop it. <laughs> stop now. I'm saying a fart joke wouldn't be too far away from the kind of, what you of puns I, that we're doing. Puns, puns are like the height of British comedy, mate. Mm, I'll tell you what. Were. People do not, people outside the UK do not get puns. No. Maybe, you know, like when you say, like, you know... Is it everyone else or is it you? Yeah, maybe it's me. Maybe it's me. Maybe, maybe it's, it's England me. that have got it wrong. Nah. I'm not a massive pun fan, I'll be honest. You're quite good at them, though. Well, I don't think so. I think you're all right. Oh, thanks, mate. It's all right. Anyway. See, sometimes you have to lull Ross in to, to letting you get away <laughs> so, by telling him how good he is here. <laughs> right, so the soundbite sound off. We're going to play each other a clip that we have chosen uh, for this week. And... Um, 
and yeah, we're going to see who's his funniest. So we're going to decide on our own who's his funniest. So we're oh, just yeah, going to yeah. talk it out amongst ourselves. Yeah, we're going to have to. All right. So do you want to go first? Uh, I feel like you, you've probably got the winner, so I'm going to go first. Okay. Um, let me see if mine will play straight away. Let me try this. <laughs> so that is uh, one of my favourite lines from the, <laughs> the current panto that so I'm in. So play it again. Uh, hold on, let's see if I can play it again from the, from the best bit. <laughs> Which is our dancers uh, telling Dick where to go. <laughs> Do you want to tell you the context of that story? How, how I ended up with that soundbite and not the original soundbite? Go on. So what I was going to have is I got to rehearsals really early one morning this week and uh, I was in the studio before anybody else was in there and I could hear uh, in the other room one of the techies uh, listening to his music and must have been painting or fixing something up. Uh, but he started to sing his own song uh, sort of just to himself, not realising anybody else was there. But every time I tried to record it, uh, he stopped singing. So I, I missed out and had to get that. So that's my second So that was your clip. B team? Yeah. Right, OK, I'm going to play you mine now. All right. So I feel like I've put uh, all my eggs in one basket here because I found this soundbite literally the night that we said that we'd do this feature. No, what you did is you found the soundbite and then you invented the no, feature. No, no, yeah. I didn't, I promise you, no. I don't believe you. Well, that's your prerogative. I've known you long enough now. I don't know promise you. All right, I, go on. That, well, now it was. Go on. Right, but I, just, I was watching uh, the UFC and, um, and this... A little bit of gold came up. So here it is. This is my soundbite sound off. Touching up the Korean Superboy. Touching up the Korean Superboy. Oh, there you go. <laughs> that's a good one. That is a good one. I think that's, that's got a win, isn't it? I don't know. I that's got a win. I feel like I feel like I, I, pl- I overplayed it. Do you think? Not overplayed it, but like I feel like I built it up too much in my head and in yours. Well, I still enjoyed it. There's All nothing right. I enjoy more than a bit of uh, accidental, innu- accidental innuendo. Yeah, you love a bit of innuendo. It'd be your, in your you? endo. Hey. Hey? hey, No, I do love an innuendo, though. Cool. Good. So, should we call it a draw, then? <laughs> Shh. Here's the thing. If you liked it, if you liked it, then uh, tweet and just say, uh, let Ross know that you liked it. Here's one. Or if you like my one, just let me know that you like my one. Uh, and we'll, I don't know, we'll just, maybe next week we'll just have like a fight to the death over to see who actually won. Do you remember Celebrity Deathmatch? Yeah. That was a good programme. I that. don't think it was. Why? I think it was trash. What do you mean? I think it was trashy TV. That, talking of trash actually, that was on about the same time as Euro Trash. Oh, now that was a good TV show. That was a programme, that was. <laughs> as a young man, that was... Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure how much we can talk... We're on the podcast now, yeah, right? We can, yeah. So we can talk about it as much as we want. Yeah, uh, there was a whole like thing on Channel 4, wasn't there, called Adult Swim that used to start about half eleven. Yeah, it's still a thing, Adult Swim. Is it? Yeah, yeah. They're responsible for a lot of cool stuff, Adult Swim. They're responsible for a lot of prepubescent orgasms, that's what they're responsible for. Uh, the, the best bit about it was you'd be watching it, uh, waiting, and then you'd get like a tiny little glance of middle-aged boob <laughs> from, yeah. some, from some woman called Helga who, yeah. was, who was riding a bicycle <laughs> naked in Holland. <laughs> to be honest, that's all I needed. That's all I needed. And then it was just that creepy guy in a suit going, mm, yeah, mm, yeah, talking about things. And then some like hot chick would come along and tickle him with a feather duster. Yeah. <laughs> it was, oh, yeah. what a show. Did you ever watch Sin Cities? Sin Cities. That I was brilliant, so. mate. That was that was a, a program with a bloke called Ashley, mm. who used to. Though, he went around to all like these different countries in the world, 
that had like weird sort of sex scenes, like you know, like the big fetish scenes, or yeah. whatever. And he'd go and take part in like the the things that are going on. <laughs> But it was just hilarious, mate. This guy was so funny. Imagine that being your job. I, I know he had the best <laughs> job in the world. I remember one of the highlights of that. He had a drinking competition with a German and won, what? believe it or not. No way. Yeah, drinking beers, yeah. And no. like, he won. He got to yeah, like, as, uh, I think I'd do that. I took one for the team. Uh, England won, Germany nil. I'm going to Chanda now. <laughs> and he threw up on camera. What a job. Oh, amazing. Geezer's a hero. Good times. Right then, time uh, for the final bit of the podcast. Um, the pièce de résistance. Bell end of the week. Yes, bell end of the week. It was nearly won by a taxi driver on the way into the studio, <laughs> wasn't it? Very, very nearly. Who thought it was okay to park not only halfway across the road, but also halfway across the cycle lane. Now, as a cyclist, I, you know... You're a cunt. Well, yeah, I mean, the thing <laughs> is, Sorry, the no, thing I is, not all cyclists are bad people. The thing is, when you're a cyclist, nobody fucking wants you, mate. People yeah, don't want you on the trouble. pavement. People don't want you on the road. The the only place where you're safe is on a cycle lane. And this absolute tosser had parked across the cycle lane and halfway across the road. I did state, I made it pretty clear when we said we'd do this feature that it can't just be bell ends that we've met in our individual lives because that's that can't be entertaining for the masses. But he was a proper bell end. He was. He was. Go on, go on. Have you got like, have you got like a celebrity bell end then? Um well, <laughs> have you got a celebrity bellend? <laughs> what I meant was, is there is there someone from the news who you think should be bellend of the yeah, week? Yeah, my bellend looks like Louis Spence. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, right, look, I'll be honest. Um, I thought it'd be easier to find a bellend at short notice, mm. but um, I, I've, I mean, the, I keep just seeing Donald Trump things coming. I thought it'd be quite funny if we did bellend of the week and every week it was Donald Trump. Okay. I'm right, not like against that. Pattern. I'm not against that. Um, just keep doing it until he tweets us. You're just trying to get murdered by someone famous. That's your don't, that's murdered. Your, that's your legacy, isn't Kill it? Kill me with a tweet. Ah, uh, don't don't listen to Ross McGrain and Jan Oaks. It's fake news. <laughs> Spelt wrong. <laughs> uh, you say that, but like next week, Vladimir Putin will abseil in <laughs> through the ceiling and like slit your throat while we're trying to do the radio. Oh God, imagine. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, so what we're we gonna do then is, is Trump gonna be our celebrity bell end of the week? I don't know. I'm still, I'm still kind of like, I'm, I'm, I'm flitting through uh, the news now to try and find a bell. I mean, we probably should have planned this. We were talk, we built it up to a point that'd make you think that, that we had a really good that story, we had a really about good it. bell end of the of the week. But, but I mean, if you've learned nothing else from listening to this podcast, it's that we tend to stumble onto greatness as opposed to plan. <laughs> the greatness. Yeah, uh, we yeah we're so good by accident that we don't even <laughs> we don't even uh, we don't even uh, have our Ross makes up a feature and then doesn't have anything for the feature. <laughs> uh, we, we had it tough when we started this podcast. We had a, a small loan of a million dollars. Small loan of a million dollars. What would um, you do if you won a million dollars right now? What would you do? Right now, yeah. I'd uh, pay someone to write this feature for me. <laughs> would you really? <laughs> well, I, yeah, if I won a million dollars, I would spend it on like a yacht uh, and essentially go and live my life as a pirate for the next however many years. Well, uh, sorry, say that again. Oh, I, I wasn't listening. I would live my life as a pirate for the next few I years. I was a pirate. I thought you said pilot. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know how yachts work. Uh, no, 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 as a pirate, so I'd uh, I'd get some. I'd, I'd just go out and live in the ocean. <laughs> sail, Fair enough. Sail wherever I like to have what big. What kind co- of pirate though? Like like Captain Hook pirate or Somalian? Pirate? No, no, more like Captain Birdseye, mate. Captain, oh! yeah. <laughs> just wearing just wearing a hat, eating eating well, just loving life. So more of an ooh pirate than a eh, eh, pirate. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be the captain now. I won't be taking over any liners. <laughs> I'm the captain now. I'll just be. Uh, well, I haven't seen that film yet. Have you not? No. Is it good? It's all right. Yeah. It's all right. Tom Hanks can't really do anything wrong, can he? No, no, love a bit of Tom Hanks. I liked that Terminal film he was in. Yeah, I mean it's obviously not his best work, but that just made me think of Terminal. Um, the the one the where he had to, where he was living in an airport and he used to have to collect the trolleys to to buy food to eat. Oh, I haven't seen that. Have you not seen it? No, is it good? It's very good considering it's set entirely in an airport. Yeah, yeah. pretty good. Oh anyway, yeah. I also on? like the other Tom Hanks film that's about him, uh, sort of based on real life. What's it called? Um. It's the one where he lands a plane in the river. Oh, flight? No, that's Denzel Washington. No, it's, it's his name. It's the dude's name, I think. I know the one you mean. Yeah, yeah good film. It's, anyway, uh, the Hudson River where he had to. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember. Anyway, better end of the week. Yeah, Tom it's... Hanks. Cheers. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not Tom Hanks. It's not even a celebrity, but it's someone who has made the news for doing something a bit uh, on the bell end scale. Yeah, uh, it was a bell ringer. So hey. It's a good place to start. Um and he was uh he was having a practice session, a bell ringing practice session. Right. Uh when he managed to launch himself forty feet into the air oh. after being tangled in the rope. <laughs> Needs a bit more practice, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> oh imagine oh, that. The irony. Oh well, what's his name? Do we know his name? Uh, or has the internet been I'm kind tough. enough to not tell us? Uh, I think it was it was a teenager, he was only seventeen, so I think his identity has been protected. Um, I think his name. I know it's Brian Reed. That was the name of the tower captain. What a name! What what a title! What Brian Reed tower what do you captain? Do for work, mate. I'm a tower captain. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like he's wicked at Jenga. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, this guy he got his foot caught in one of the uh, in, in the ropes, and and he went flying forty foot into the air, mate. I'm not interested in playing any instrument where I might be launched anywhere. Yeah. As a role. It's probably the only one as well, isn't it? You know, nobody's been launched 40 feet in the air from a tuba. <laughs> unless, unless you're talking like Tom and Jerry. I think there's an episode where Jerry get, goes down the old tuba and Tom blows the other end and he shoots out, spins across the room. Probably. Hits the wall. I was a big fan of Tom and Jerry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I quite liked it. I didn't get how sometimes they could speak and sometimes they couldn't. That pissed me off a bit. Yeah, that was a bit weird. Oh, it's just like, well, either do Mate, or don't. Mind up. Yeah. Family Guy pisses me off for that as well. It's like, Stewie, do they, can they hear him? Can't they hear oh, him? I don't know. I quite like the subtle references where uh, there's an episode where they go to somebody's house and um, it's just Brian and Stewie and they knock on the door and Stewie's like, oh, you better do the talking. Brian's like, why? He's like, no, I don't know. They're sort of close enough to the main family that if I can speak to them, then it's, it's going to make it weird. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, let's, uh, you know what they say, end your podcast on your most strongest bit of material. Yeah. So, um, this is nylon. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Ta-da! Ta-da! <laughs> <laughs>